Hey guys. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about the feminine energy Proverbs 31 part 5 of the feminine energy virtuous woman series. So I wanted to first and foremost I always like to start the series because I know that there's a lot of uh hearsay that you know manifestation and law of attraction and energy and terms of that nature are uh, new age and uh, you know they're, they're all Christian based they're all Bible based and I'm big on sound doctrine so uh, there's a scripture I like to point out in the beginning of this um, throughout the series that says that the most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your mind, heart, soul, and strength. And that strength piece, that's your energy. Okay? So what feminine energy is, is a healthy balance of what Proverbs 31 tells us we should be as women and as wives and as mothers and as business women uh, and as um philanthropist, right? So, moving forward, we're at Proverbs 31, 26, and it says, she opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. So, there's a scripture that says, that it compares perversion to as to being the opposite of kindness, of love. And it's talking about specifically perverse lips. So this thing, the thing about having perverse lips is that it can create a fumble, you know? It can, it's like an interception of what we should be saying and how we should be acting in love. And so she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. So I, you know what I really like about the Bible is that everything is terrible and that it is the good manner of kings search it out and for example for this specifically I like how he says she opens her mouth with wisdom first before he says and on her tongue is the law of kindness because opening her mouth with wisdom is what the law of kindness is the result of the law of kindness but also the law of kindness is what wisdom is right and a lot of the times this can difficult for a woman, you know, um, especially, sorry guys, during her time of the month, you know, it can be difficult, and there is a scripture in, um, I believe it's Leviticus, when the laws of Moses are being written out, and it specifically talks about how a woman is unclean throughout her cycle, um, so, you know, there's 
that nature, how we're hormonal and we can become a little abrupt or when we're going through something and we can be a little abrupt and, and we don't, it's almost blind. Like it's a, a blind way of talking. And I say, you know, a blind way of talking because we're not really conscious. We're just, we are so, we're somewhere else. And because we're not present, we're not actively trying to be kind. And that's not good energy. That's not good energy at all. So when I was in the office one day, and I don't know, I was just feeling really yucky. Um, And then... I can feel God giving me the thoughts to um, to look in the spirit realm, right? And so whenever I'm having a hard time looking in the spirit realm, all I do is look away from the place I want to be in the spirit realm, and I look at it in my mind. Because the spirit realm is your mind. You don't uh, – and a lot of people are expecting um, to – just be able to open up their eyes and see things standing right in front of them and that you can do it like that sometimes but when you're not able to do it like that don't fret you know uh so what i've learned is that we walk by faith not by sight so what does that mean because that we walk by faith, not by sight. That doesn't mean that you don't need to see what's happening. We walk by faith, not by sight. So let's break it down. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of the unseen. The evidence of the unseen are the pictures we're able to see in the mind. And if you're not using imagery prayers, you're not going to be able to have faith. Because in order to have faith, you have to have the evidence of the things unseen working in your mind. You have to start painting mental pictures. So it is the substance of things hoped for. So this is an image of the thing that you want. Okay, for example... And they teach this a lot in the laws of assumption, right, where they tell you to pray right before bedtime. It works wonders, picture whatever it is that you want. Um, Norman Vincent Peale also uh, teaches it in the uh, power of positive thinking. And what essentially it is, is you are picturing a thing, for example, Let's say you need subscribers for your business and you need to be able to um, you need to be able to bring this business in, but your business isn't quite doing it with the marketing and with all the things that you're you're going through and you're trying to do for the business. But here's the thing is that marketing starts in the mind first because we're all connected. We're all connected through this network 
of uh, electrical signals that we constantly send out throughout our thoughts are electrical signals. They're not just signals that are going, neurons aren't just going throughout the rest of our body. Neurons are going, um, our thoughts are going out to the rest of the world. And when you pray, what you're doing is you're praying to the God in other people. You know, there's this really, really cool um, picture I saw one time where it looked like they took a picture. It was um, the stars. And it looked like they took a picture of a brain in space. And would I be wrong for thinking that this could have possibly been God? And we don't we don't really realize how close he is and how tangible he is. Because I mean the Big Bang was able to completely explain the it was able to completely explain creation from the time where you know the enemy and a third of heaven went evil to um the way that the stars were created how um the universe created stars in about 300 to 400,000 years i love that because in the bible it says that god created light in one day but then there's another scripture in the Bible that says that one day to God could be 10,000 years. And so all of science is explaining God. So what I love so much about, um, you know, this, uh, the laws of assumption and the laws of attraction is it just explains God in a specific way, in a pocket. And I think that's what all of humanity is doing. God in pocket. And if we put all of us, I, I believe that we've all been explaining God in different ways, in different languages, and in different cultures. And the reason that is, is because I strongly believe it's because of the um, power of Babel. And I believe that the rapture will be holistic in terms of everyone will have the same mind. Because this is the thing that the marriage of the bride and Christ is the bride being a body. When it talks about the body of Christ, you, yes, holistically, but also individually. You know, I have an individual body that needs to be married to Christ. And you have an individual body that needs to be married to Christ. So my body, uh, and the thoughts of Christ need to be married, right? So I would say right now we're engaged, right? But they need to be totally married to where I don't have any other thought. There's no negative thought at all whatsoever comes, for example, Christ and the Father were married. And I know this is a huge concept, especially for the men, because men have a hard. I've heard, I heard a guy once say, I have a really hard time, um, you know, being okay with me, being married to a man, right? And um, I think that when you look at it in this way, Christ was married to God the Father. 
and the way that they were married was through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit rested on him like a dove. Remember that when he was being um, baptized? And then he became married to the Father. How did he become married to the Father? The thing about marriage is that we've always seen marriage as a sexual thing. And marriage is not a sexual thing. Marriage is um, a set of thoughts and ideas. Anyway, I can't get too much into that. I have to keep going. I have to keep going. But when we pray, that should be how we pray because it, it our thoughts are connected. Especially if the person like God that's listening to you, if that person is tuned in to the thoughts of God and the thoughts of heaven and the thoughts that God tells you to think, right? Whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy. Whatever, think of these things. If your thoughts are set on that, then you're tuned into heaven. If your thoughts are set on everything opposite of lovely, praiseworthy, um, then obviously your thoughts are um, operating under uh, the realm of hell, right? Of poverty. So, moving on. She watches over the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. She does not eat the bread of idleness. So remember in the Garden of Eden, where Eve was told not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And... She didn't listen. Or it's not she didn't listen. She just wasn't really equipped on how to deal with sin. Right? This is why the Bible says in Hebrews 5.14 that those who buy and meat belongs to those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern good from evil. This exercise. She didn't have that exercise. She wasn't able to exercise her discernment. But here's the thing. She was talking to the serpent. So was she, do you think that she was looking at the serpent eye to eye, actively talking to the serpent? No. Because the Garden of Eden has always been the mind. Because heaven and hell have always been the mind. So when God locked her out of heaven, of the Garden of Eden, and placed an angel waving a sword every which way to ensure that no one got back into the Garden of Eden, that was him locking us out of our right hemisphere of the brain. So, when he locked us out of the right hemisphere of the brain, we weren't able to get back in the gate. That's why in the scripture it says that Christ suffered outside of the gate because he too had to live in hell in this in this body, in this lifetime. Um, hell is not the body per se, but hell is the mind. Hell is in the body. Heaven could be in the body, depending on where your mind is, right? When people be like, you need to get your mind right, that's what they're talking about. Stinking thinking. Also, what they're talking about. I literally could smell 
thought on a person. And if I could smell them reeking like vomit and um and you know bodily fluids included with you know that that dirt smell from outside when it's about to rain. If I can, if I sin. Uh, smelling like that, I know that they're entertaining stinking thinking. I know that they're not exactly um, having the thoughts that are praiseworthy and connected with heaven. And so she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. So that fruit that Eve ate that apple she wasn't eating a natural apple it was never about it being a natural apple she was eating a thought okay so here when it says and does not eat the bread of idleness she's not eating the bread in this instance but also it's a fruit idleness is a fruit and this is and this bread of idleness this is when you consume the thoughts of i'm gonna go relax i'm gonna go watch uh, netflix and do absolutely nothing else i'm gonna just go chill i'm gonna you know and oh i'm gonna go catch a movie and there's one day that we can do that and that's sunday save it till sunday if it's not sunday it's no other day we're supposed to do that you get what i'm saying so and you know with our kids oh the enemy will try to come and make you feel guilty for not you know eating the bread of idleness but you got stuff to do right we got to get some maid servants up in here um we have to get you know um we got to get the money up to be able to buy land and to plant a vineyard like this stuff takes money it takes money to be able to dress our children in scarlet and in um you know royal robes this stuff takes money and in order to be with a famous man i know i gotta be a famous woman so then all of these things start to take place when i know i shouldn't be eating the bread of idleness and she definitely isn't eating the bread of idleness because she's the ultra uh, productive woman this is what high energy is especially when it comes to our energy being ultra productive me uh, making sure that we're never standing still and another thing that i kept hearing too was um and when i say hearing i mean like you know how like that like a like a flood of a knowing just comes over you like you know you should be doing better than that so um another thing that i kept hearing was um and does not eat the bread of idleness now if you have never had dreams or visions of what you're supposed to be doing in your calling and with your gifts fast fast do a daniel fast um do a 40-day fast do a three-day no food fast do some kind of fast um fast from work this is what you're supposed to be doing on sundays you're supposed to be fasting from work and spending time only with your thoughts so that you can do some maintenance um so if you have never had a vision or a dream because the bible says that without a vision or a dream my people perish so if you've never had a vision or a dream for your life then 
this is this is the time this is the time where and let me know because we'll pray together you don't have to stand alone so because it's important for you without a vision or a dream my people perish so if you're not having visions and dreams then you're perishing and we got to fix that because you your success matters to me i know that people think oh i'm you're i'm not responsible for you but no i am responsible for you because then this is a part of me that's dying because i'm not helping you succeed so without a vision or a dream my people perish and you have to know what your dream is what your calling for your life is in order to not eat from the bread of idleness that's why that's so important well guys that's all the time i have for today over and out and stay tuned because we're not done with the high energy feminine energy virtuous woman proverbs 31